0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Let It Fly, show number seven, I believe. And I am your host, Aaron Makeham. And uh, this week I'm going to talk about uh, Marvel Unlimited. And that is Marvel's comic initiative, where you pay a monthly subscription fee and you get unlimited Marvel comics. And um, I had uh, been interested, I've been listening to uh Derek on comic book noise and I, I had only read like maybe one or two of the original run of Black Panther and um, I had been interested in uh, reading more of those and I could not find a digital version anywhere. My, my, the, some of the, one of the things about digital comics that I find that gets on my nerves from time to time is the fact that I, uh, you know, I find a comic I want to read and I'm like, okay, I want to buy, I want a digital version of this and I go to buy it and I can find nowhere to purchase these things. And I know that there's you know, millions of comics out there and everybody's slowly digitizing them. But some things I just think should be, I think that at this point in time these companies need to have a staff just to do that. Because digital is the way of the future whether you like it or not. I'm not saying paper's going to go away, I'm just saying digital is on demand, it's easier and things like that. So I couldn't find a Black Panther anywhere. So... I had uh, texted Derek and said, Hey, you know, how are you reading these? Um, Are you buying the issues or what? And there was no way I was buying the issues. Because, well, one, they're probably out of my price range. Two, um, I don't want any more paper laying around. So I want a digital alternative. And he told me about Marvel Unlimited. Well, I had tried Marvel Unlimited twice in the past when it had been... um, The first time was when it was on your computer only, and I did not not enjoy that. Um, It was... uh, it it uh, I didn't like. I mean, the viewer was okay on your computer, but you had to be connected all the time. And my problem is that um, a lot of times when I read comics, I'll put them on my iPad and take my iPad with me somewhere. Well, my iPad is not connected, and I want to be able to read comics without having to worry about an internet connection. So <clears throat> the second thing was that you couldn't read on your iPad. Well, um, I, I I did load the uh, iPad app when they finally came out with an app, and. Um, I just kind of sat there, I tried some of the free ones, but didn't commit to subscribing because, I don't know what the reasons were, maybe there just wasn't a lot of the comics I wanted, and, uh, you know, so I I finally was able to see what all was on there, and I said, I'll pull the trigger for a month, and uh, with the uh, Unlimited app, you can download 12 comics um, for your account, so you can, I can have 6 comics on one device and 4 on the other, whatever I want to do, but you, you you know, uh, however you want to split that up, I got multiple devices, but... You can't go over 12. So I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, now, I have a fairly crappy um, Internet connection. That's what I talked about in the show. And uh, the, uh, the one thing that I find different is with Comixology, as soon as you click the comic to download, it downloads it um, sequentially so that you can start reading it almost right away. So if it's gonna take ten minutes to download the comic, you can read it. You know, you can read it as it downloads. Where Marvel, it kind of sits and spins for several minutes, and then you kind of have the the, the it pretty much gives you the entire comic, and then you can start reading it. Um, there is a bonus to that. The bonus is that um, for me, if it's not one of my twelve, that single comic's like on my phone. So if I run into bad internet somewhere or have bad cell signal, I can still continue to read. it. I don't have to stay connected all the time. It's not always pinging the server. But uh, there's a lot on there that uh, for my $10. Now, I figure after this month, if I still keep using it, I'll go obviously. Going to the annual subscription is a no brainer. It's, uh, I think, 60 or 70 bucks a year. So that's almost half um, of what you're going to pay if you, uh, instead of paying month to month. So I'm probably going to end up doing that. Um, But I've been reading a lot more Marvel than I ever have. And. Alpha Flight is one of my favorite uh, super teams. And there was an Alpha Flight book, The Fear Itself, one. I never read it. And so it's on there. There's a couple of things that I wish were on there that weren't on there. But I was able to read some of Black Panther and things like that. So there's plenty. I mean, I figure if I read 10 books, I got my money's worth for the month. So um, that should not be a problem for me. And uh, so really enjoying that. Um, if, you, if, you're, if you like Marvel Comics, I highly recommend it. Um, it seems to be... Uh, You know, it's a compromise um, compared to like comicsology and things like that, where you buy them, you own them, but you can download them all to your device. You can only download twelve of these, but that's you know, twelve issues depending on um, whether you're getting them from like the seventies or the nineties or the two thousands or whatever. um, Could be a good bit of reading. You know, books tend the older the books are, the more wordy they tend to be. uh, Where now it's like I can read a Marvel comic in about six minutes, and uh, but even at 12 issues, you read at in an hour, so that's an hour's worth of reading. And it seems to do pretty decent about downloading if I just let it sit. And uh, I click download. It usually gets the majority of the books. Like I said, my internet connection is real sketchy at best, so um, you never know what's going to happen there. And um, with my phone, actually, the screen's big enough, and the panel-by-panel panel that uh, is not as good as Comixology, but still pretty decent, um, works fairly well um, on the phone. The one thing, the one complaint that I have is that when I hold my iPad, if I read it on my iPad and I hold it in landscape mode, um, I like to get like one page and be able to scroll through the page, like from top to bottom. Usually, you know, three scrolls will cover the whole page. But in the Marvel Unlimited app, when I turn it sideways, it displays two pages at a time. And um, that's stupid. <laughs> I don't know why they thought that was a good idea, but, and I can't, fi- I can't find a setting to turn that off. Um, so that's kind of uh annoying me that that does that but let's see um the other thing um I had finally been sitting on it the uh Shazam book um and I had never uh I had not read it and it's been kind of sitting here and I and I was like you know what I really need to read this um Shazam is one of those characters that um I really enjoyed and uh you know, growing up, and what I didn't like about Shazam, and what I didn't like about a lot of comics um, as a kid is I didn't like when there was humor interjected in something that should be serious business. I just it's just the way I've always been. I don't like I didn't like humor. I don't like uh, I didn't like serious type cartoons that have these goofy situations. One of the reasons I didn't really didn't like Scooby Doo that much. It's like, I mean, it was a no brainer. It's like okay, if you send Scooby and Shaggy to go do something, they're gonna dick it up. So don't do that. You know, why do you keep sending them, as a matter of fact, why are they even part of this team? Because they're not very smart. But, you know, I enjoyed, like, when they had the superheroes on and stuff like that, like, I enjoyed that sort of thing, but I just never understood Shaggy and Scooby just were not very smart, and they kept screwing everything up. Why are they part of this team? But anyway, um, so with Captain Marvel and Shazam, what I didn't like was when you had these, uh, these humor aspects that kind of took away from the story, because, you know, I could buy the Shazam character. Um, I couldn't, had trouble buying, like, the talking tiger thing. I'm better with all that now, but as a kid, I did not really like that, but I liked the Shazam character a whole lot. And, um, you know, part of that was the curiosity. You know, when we were kids, you had Superman and Shazam as the big flying guys that they marketed. And um, so anytime I could get my hands on a Shazam book, I was just always curious to find out more about him. And he's gone through... A lot. And when you look back at the history, it seems as though he has more um, uh, reboots, whether they be hard reboots or soft reboots, than any other character. You know, you have, like, the funny Fawcett comic one, and then you have, they incorporated in DC, then they did some serious ones with him, and then they did, uh, you know, they they had where he became the wizard, and then, um, you know, you had uh, the current reboot, which I wasn't sure if I was going to like, because Billy Batson's kind of a brat, but as it went on, um, and I read it, I really enjoyed what they did. I mean, Black Adam has always been a favorite character of mine, even more so than Captain Marvel. I just thought that um, because he was serious, and um, when I read like any of the anything from like the '80s and on, it was just like he was a serious character, somebody who was somebody to contend with, and he had a lot of the same powers. And uh, I think through him more than Shazam, they kind of tied the mystic. Um, the universe and all that, that that entails, you know, how you become um, Captain Marvel how, or how they become Black Adam, how you're able to tap into those powers. Um, and I really enjoyed all that. But they, the way they tied the book together worked very well. The way that we tied, uh, you know, uh, tie Shazam and Black Adam together. And um, the way that they incorporated the Rock of Eternity and why Billy Batson was chosen um, when he's such a brat, um, it all it all worked out real well. Um, you know, the wizard could not find somebody who was pure of heart. And so he ended up finding somebody who had, deep down, that spark for pure of heart, which is why Billy got chosen. Also, it, Billy showed up and, and the wizard was at the end of his rope and he had, didn't have a choice. It was now or never. And uh, so they, they, it worked very well. Um, I enjoyed the art um, for the most part. Um, I enjoy the redesigns. There's part of the suit that I don't like. Um, there's I'm not really a big fan of the hood. Um, but hey, um, Black Adam, however, looked you know, um, tough as ever, so I enjoyed that. But those are uh, you know, that that and and the Alpha Flight and Back Black Panthers. what I've been currently reading. Um, this week I've been probably reading more comics this week when I've had an opportunity, um, than any other time. Um, it's just that. I've had so few minutes to put together. It's like oh, I got time to fit in a comic, so I've been kind of reading them like that. At some point, I'll have to go back and read half of them because I'm not gonna remember what I read. Um, Black Panther, I re- I'm really, really kind of enjoying because uh, you leave it to Kirby to, to do something that um, should be more Tarzan-esque and somehow tying science fiction into it, and uh, it works. It actually works pretty good. Um, but um, Black Panther is one of those characters that uh, that. I you know I've I've always liked and every time that he comes on the scene especially um as time goes on and you realize um just what a fantastic character um with his attributes and it made me think because I uh I'm not a fan of the Fantastic Four right I mean I just I don't I you know I want to love them I mean I've read books that I like of them um but currently um I'm just I'm not a fan I don't uh you know, the Hickman run did not, it wasn't, I wasn't all swooning over it like a lot of people were. I just, it was okay, you know. Um, <clears throat> and again, I'm not knocking, I'm just saying it wasn't for me, you know. Um, so that made me think about, I have no idea how this train, the train of thought started, but I was just driving around one day and I was thinking about Fantastic Four. And I'm like, I, you know, I'd like to be able to kind of go and read some of these books and and kind of have a feeling for what's going on. But I'm like, I just really can't bring myself to, to read the Fantastic Four. And I thought. It would be cool, as if there was another Fantastic Four, if this one went away and we could make our own. So I made my own because I had a geek moment where I'm like, this would be my team. So I went to work and discussed this with a lot of people, and we were all just then we just started making up random teams, like a spy team, and and I was I was in third grade all over again. Um, <clears throat> so my Fantastic Four team would be, and and I try to keep with kind of the. Um, you know uh, the stereotype of the characters on a fantasy 4, like you have a brain, you have the flyer, you have the muscle, um, things like that um, and so you need somebody who can do strategy and who's also smart enough to uh to deal with uh, technical issues so Black Panther's my guy um he you know he's strategy i think is uh is a lot of what you need on a team, either whether you're defending or you're attacking. You have to have somebody who can put it all together, and, and he's the guy, and also he's a badass. So and I love the character. So that's 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 kind of like my Reed Richards character. Um, you need a heavy. Luke Cage is the guy, because he is. Because uh, I'm I'm trying to think of like an everyman team, right? Like somebody who's not going to go. And, I mean, they'll go and fight space aliens if they have to, but somebody who's taking care of really a the way Fantastic Four started. People they're taking care of people on the street. You know, kind of like uh, you know it, it kind of like Alpha Flight is, like, the defender of Canada. These are, like, the defenders of, like, the people, the, the everyman, you know. The guy comes to him and says, hey, you know, I live in this area. There's a lot of gang activity. I need some help. The cops won't do anything. And if is Fantastic 4 I'd be like, yeah, okay, we'll go take care of this. You know, we're going to go help you out because you're you're in a problem area, you know, and we want to do this. So um, Luke Cage is more, he's, uh, I, I feel as though he's more educated on, like, um, like mob type stuff, you know, being able to kind of connect the dots. And besides the fact that he's also one of my favorite characters, somebody who never got enough, uh, I, I feel as though didn't get enough <clears throat> of the hero kind of thing. And they did a lot with the character, but they didn't do, they didn't really focus on the hero aspect of it. And, um, you know, from a lot of the things that I read. And, and when I came across the character when I was younger, I was like, man, I'm like, this dude is like tough. And Bulletproof Skin and all this. And I'm like, man, this this is a really good character. And I really dug what they were doing with him. You know, it's just, I really, I got involved with those comics probably way more than I should have. And I just really uh, fell in love with the character. Now, um, <clears throat> the next character, you know, and I had to think about this because this is kind of a, um, but I needed somebody, I wanted somebody who had a little bit of mystic background, but was also a fighter and also was not afraid to make... The hard choices, if it had to be made, you know. I feel some of the read, some of the problem with Fantastic Four is if something comes up, and the logical conclusion is that this person's a bad guy. There's no way to imprison him. the The, the logical choice is you got to take him out. Simple as that. Um, and I felt I feel as though with the Fantastic Four, like they would never do that, because um, they're against that sort of thing. But sometimes logic dictates that this is what happens. And I always connect this to the to TNG episode, The Most Toys, when Data ends up trying to shoot the guy at the end because he realizes that he's never going to stop doing what he's, what he's doing. And even though um, Data's not supposed to take a life, it just, it's, it's a logical conclusion. He tells you, I'm never going to stop. You can imprison me. I'm going to break out. I'm going to do these bad things all over again. You're never going to stop me. I'm always going to be doing this stuff. And you're just like, okay, you're telling me this. The only end game is that you die. And so I needed a character I felt could do that, but it was tough. And so I decided that I would go with Danny Rand, Iron Fist. Now, my, my problem with that is obviously Danny Rand and Luke Cage have a history together, and I wanted the team to be balanced. But I thought about it and thought about it. That's who I decided. Okay, I, I like that character, and I think that he would do what needed to be done. And I think that when uh, somebody like Luke Cage would be easier to say, okay, we got to take this guy out. Um, Danny and Ray would be like, "Okay, we got to weigh the pros and cons here," and I felt that they kind of balanced each other. Um, again, this is all my opinion, and, and that's that's part of the fun of doing this. And you feel free to chime in with whatever thoughts you have on this, okay? But be civil, people. I know sometimes people get comic talk, and They go, "Oh, that's the stupidest thing ever," because I don't I don't deal with that. Um, so that's my team so far. And then the last one, which was the hardest one, was Anita Flyer. Okay. I needed somebody who can do recon and, and, and fly. And immediately who popped in my head was the Falcon. But my problem is is that I wanted somebody who could fly without... Um, could just fly. They didn't have to have wind. They didn't have to have um, mechanics. I didn't want somebody that could be taken out just by... Because um, if, we're, if we're relying on tech, then somebody could just jump in a flying car, right? I wanted somebody who could... Do it, didn't have to work, because my other, my other thought was Banshee. Um, so those two were out, because I wanted somebody who could just fly on their own and not have to worry about it. So I thought, and I thought, and I was just tossing around all kinds of names. And, and, and the end result here is not exactly who I'm super happy with, but uh, they fit the bill, and that's Firestar, which I understand is, you know, we're dealing with somebody who's kind of like the Human Torch. Um, wasn't trying to, to replicate that person because if I was, I would just choose the human torch. I mean the the uh the android one. But um I really like the Falcon, but and I really like Banshee, but like I said, I don't want somebody who could be um I wanted somebody who could fly no matter what. And I guess part of my uh part of my reasoning is if you what if it happens if they Ended up doing something intergalactic, and they were on a place that had different gravity. Would it still work? You know, would it still be able to fly? And then it made me think, well, does you know, Firestar has this ability to fly? Is it because she can set herself on fire, and she is, um, ends up being lighter than air? I don't, I don't really know uh, precisely how her flying abilities work. I just know that she can fly. So I chose her. So that's my, that's my Fantastic Four, the, the team that I would choose and I wish they'd make a book about tomorrow and that is uh, Black Panther, which would be the leader. Um, you got to have a leader. That's the problem, too, is I couldn't choose two strong people because I didn't want them quarreling over leadership. I think Black Panther's the leader, and I think everybody would um, listen to what he... He's proven himself enough that I think that they'd pay attention to what he had to say. Um, Luke Cage, for his... Um, obviously, he's a tough guy. He's a strong guy. And um, his ability to... Uh, kind of connect the dots when it comes to like organized crime. I think that he knows enough about it that he would help out in that area. Danny Rand, who, just because you know, he's tough, he's a good fighter, um, good in a tight situation, and um, has the... Uh, the uh, he's... He has some knowledge of the mysticism in the mystic world, but also not afraid to do what needs to be done if it came down to that. And also a good balance to uh, Luke Cage and... Uh, Firestar for her ability to uh, um, attack from a distance and also be able to fly. So see, I've probably put way, way too much thought into this, but it's one of those, it's like once the thought occurred to me that I was building a team, then I was all in and I couldn't stop. And then I actually built a uh, DC Fantastic Four team. Um, but I'm not going to give that to you today i'll I will talk about that later on um and this was just something that happened we, we just talked about this at work for like four hours one day, just tossing back um ideas. um one of the guys built their own suicide squad, and uh it was uh and what was funny, the reason that that um I was thinking about the fantastic Four is so I kept making everybody choose marvel guys for their for their thing and and we're all big d c readers and I'm like well, yeah, I'm like, but let's kind of stick with Marvel because we don't know enough about it. Maybe it'll make us, it'll spark something in me to kind of go and do some more research about a character or something. So we, we kind of stuck with that. But um, I I probably know a little bit more about DC um, as much as anybody can know, you know, about sort of things. Um, by no by no means am I an expert, but um, I know my, the characters that I like. I know the characters that I think fit the bill. So um, I put together uh, DC Fantastic Four, and then we started just doing... Uh, random spy teams and and uh and things like that teams of heavies of just you know guys that um i think that my quote was okay you're on earth and there's an alien there's a star wars star destroyer coming at you 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 need people between you and that who are you going to choose and we came up with some pretty creative uh things i think at one point I was having somebody throw the Hulk at the Star Star Destroyer because, well, he's the Hulk, you know. And obviously, any way you look at it, the Hulk's going to be on my team because, well, he's the Hulk, you know. Um, and uh, so anyway, that's all I got. I will talk to everybody next time.